What's going on, everybody, and welcome to this very special edition of the Main Event Talk Podcast right here on the Anchor app. It is Sunday afternoon. It's about uh, 2 p.m. today. I am the Main Event Player, the Super C. Furman Toys coming back at you. The God among gods, the King among kings, the coolest son of a motherfucking bitch. Walking God's green earth back at you with another thrill-packed adventure of the main event talk. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things that uh, we're going to be talking about on this episode of the main event talk podcast. We're going to be going ahead and I'm going to uh, give you my uh, my insight, my scoop on everything that has been happening in professional wrestling. And also, we're here to talk about the benefit for Ben Tones that took place last night over at Richard's Billiards and the main event player was there. I promised I'd be there. I showed up with the shirt and everything else like that. Uh, the knife party attributed to Deftones did a tremendous job last night. We're going to get into that whole deal and everything else like that. And also, a few mishaps that took place. Um, uh, one band in particular that I'd mentioned, that I had mismentioned, I might add. I called them the Corpus Creepers. They're the Corpus Creepies. And they did not show up over at the event. We'll talk about that as well. And also, several people that have uh, tuned in to this podcast, like they're tuning into this whole deal right now. We're going to get into that as well. We're also going to be talking about a lot of things happening, including the WWE's King of the ring it's getting closer and closer we're getting to the end of it we're going to talk about that as well monday night raw coming up this coming monday night on monday night raw you know about the contract signing you know about who's going to appear on monday night raw we're going to talk about that as well and also we're going to talk about uh maybe a little update on the mlw event that took place tonight uh well it took place last night actually the war chamber event I have not had an opportunity to uh, look at the event. I've been trying to look around for the past few minutes to see uh, what I can find on the MLW War Chamber event. But from what I understand, you can actually get an opportunity to see that on YouTube when it shows up. I believe they said September 14th. I believe that's what they said. Uh, I may have to look into it. But nonetheless, guys... Before we begin all the festivities and everything else like that in the main event talk, as you can tell, I went straight into what I'm doing right now. I didn't put the uh, the music uh, on on my main event talk podcast. And uh, even though, despite the fact that I mentioned that uh, the Motorhead theme song would be um, one track mine, that was going to be the song, that was going to be my intro. From what I understand. Uh, I was uh, when I was at the event last night. I was talking with uh, you know several friends of mine over there, including the best drummer on the planet, John Luna, <laughs> who who had um, who had mentioned to me that uh, when he had heard the podcast and everything that uh, that apparently the music didn't come on and everything. So this morning when I woke up, little hungover and everything else like that, I was um, listening to some of the Spotify ep- uh, episodes and everything, and I noticed that each one of them I can hear. I can hear some of the intro, but not all of it. I just, it just You can hear it, and then all of a sudden it cuts right off and right to, to the main event talking. So as you can tell on this one, I, did, I decided I wasn't going to do a, a theme song at all. I may want to consider putting a theme song on. I still want it to be the Motorhead song, One Track Mind. But I think for trademark reasons, I guess they decided to kick it off on the Spotify. The only thing that was funny, though, is that on each of the episodes of the Main Event Talk podcast that you hear... One of them, the Transformers, the movie one, uh, when I did my review and did my talk on it and everything, the intro was still there, which was good. Um, I didn't exactly put any music intro on it. What I did was I put an old commercial from 2000, from 1996, 
1986, I'm sorry, uh, about the uh, the movie and everything. And then when you go to the very, very end of the video, of the very, very end of the podcast, you hear the Transformers movie theme song. And uh, that came out, and I'm surprised they, nobody erased it or anything. So you can hear that on Spotify as well. So now it makes me realize that I've got to come up with some intro music for the main event talk. I've got to come up with it somehow, you know, work into it as much as I can and then you know see what I can do so as you're hearing this podcast right now there is no intro music right now as far as I'm concerned I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bother with that just yet but I will come up with an idea to make the main event talk podcast work to make the song happen and everything else like that most times like when I'm listening to the Jim Cornette experience the Jim Cornette drive-thru I always hear their intro and the intro always begins with um the song from uh, Alice Cooper's No More Mr. Nice Guy. And I love that song, uh, badass song of all time. Uh, you hear the beginning of the intro on there on the podcast, and then you hear the ending of it uh, on the podcast. But when you hear it on YouTube, uh, it's just them talking. They, they didn't show up the intro. I think it's because of trademark reasons and everything else like that. So I can understand why I didn't get any sort of uh, deal. Because I played, I played several intros including the Periwinkle Massacre's uh, songs, and I kept hoping for people to listen to that, and if they didn't listen to it, then that means, okay, something must have happened. Something must have went wrong. So, so as you're hearing this podcast, there will be no entrance music. There will be no intro until I can come up with an idea, a plan, and everything else like that, put it together, and then have everyone come in. Now, if, if it may not be Motorhead's one track mine, but I want it to be that at least. I mean, I want it to be something. But if I, if I can come up with something a little bit like that, you know, suggestions will come out from everyone that's listening to this right now. I may want to try and, you know, do what I can and everything else like that. But nonetheless, guys, no intro music this week. We're not going to do one. When, when I come up with an idea or when someone comes up with an idea for me, I'll see what I can do. So, guys, we've got a lot of things we got to talk about. Uh, we'll start with the MLW event. Now, as you guys know, uh, yesterday was uh, it was a tremendous event on a Saturday night. Not just the fact that the Ben Tones event that took place over at uh, Richard's Billiards last night, which I'm going to talk about as well. The UFC event uh, that took place, I had no idea. UFC uh, 242 had took place over in Udabi, I think, and that and that actually started. Even though over there, I think it probably starts at seven or eight o'clock. Uh, over where they're at, over here in the United States, when you get a chance to look at it, it's actually started right around, uh, I believe it was uh, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock when the event actually took place. But we didn't get a chance to see it. But when I was over at Theo's, I wasn't sure if they were going to have the event, if anyone else was going to see the event and everything. I had a chance to look at some of the fights and everything, which was good. The UFC event was tremendous. I uh, saw most of the matches, most of the fights and everything. They looked good and everything. Khabib, I believe, is still the um, UFC heavyweight champion. Um, still holding on to that championship and everything. Uh, what else happened? Uh, oh, the MLW event. Um, that took place over in uh, Dallas, Texas. The MLW War Chamber event. I have not had a chance to see it yet, guys, but I want to get an opportunity to see it when I can. Uh, I heard some uh, good reviews of the event and everything. I don't know who won. I don't know who lost, but I definitely want to look into it to see what is going to take place. You know, um, you know, find out what's, what happened in the, in the tag match with the, the Von Erichs and uh, who else was involved? Filthy, Tom... Lawler and also the fourth member. The the fourth member, as you, as you know, is a former MLW world champion, Low Key. 
was involved in the in the event against the contraband uh, against the contra unit and i got to say the contra unit unquestionably is definitely one of the most powerful groups happening right now in professional wrestling i dig them i could almost put them in the same level with say the imperium you know, from NXT UK, and also, of course, the Undisputed Era, you know, with Adam Cole and, and Roderick Strong and everything else like that. Oh, and also, and also, since I'm mentioning Adam Cole's name, since I'm mentioning Adam Cole's name, the NXT World Heavyweight Champion, a big happy birthday, and we got to get this out of the way right now, because he may listen to it, he may not listen to it, but he's going to hear it. Last time, I did this for a good friend of ours, also a friend who played on the the uh, knife knife party attributed to Deftones, Frank Slabby. He was a part of it. I wish him a happy birthday. And today's birthday, well, besides my Aunt Linda, my dear Linda, who probably does listen to this, happy birthday to her. Also, a big happy birthday going out to our good friend, another big wrestling fan in his own right. And he'll probably be bigger than me. I like to wish a happy birthday to... Adrian Cole, baby. <laughs> I'm talking about Adrian Cavascos. Como estas, Adrian? Happy birthday to you. I'm hoping that you're listening to this podcast and everything else like that. And I hope you had a great time. Because he, uh, from what I understand, I was looking through some of his posts that he was over at the RCW event. Uh, that's also another wrestling promotion over in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, several stars have uh, been a part of that event and everything else like that. Uh, I was uh, I know they follow me on, on Instagram and they follow me around on uh, Facebook as well. And I follow them as well. I, I always like watching... All sorts of other wrestling events, not just what goes on in WWE and AEW, NXT, uh, uh, Ring of Honor Wrestling Online. I, I like to see other promotions as well. RCW, um, my friend Adrian was over there, and uh, I, I know that there's another friend who's probably listening to this right now as well, Brandon Oliver. I'm I'm not sure if he's the promoter or if he's the uh, just a follower to the. To the RCW, I may need to look into that, but nonetheless, uh, Brandon, if you're listening to this, you know, big shout out to you and big shout out to the RCW. Um, I've got to check out some of those events myself and everything, but nonetheless, happy birthday to you, Adrian Cole. It's your birthday. Have yourself a good time. Have yourself a cold one. Who knows? Maybe, maybe one day, maybe one day when you get an opportunity, when you get that chance to have yourself a big ass beer of maybe Michelob Ultra, maybe Budweiser, maybe Shiner, maybe whatever beer you want, you walk over to Theo's. Billiards, or actually, you walk into Richard's Billiards, you walk into the door wearing the NXT World Heavyweight Championship right in there. And as the undisputed era music hits, you walk in, you come out with the championship belt looking as only you can, and then you come out, boom, like that, and then you say those ever famous words Adrian Cole, baby! <laughs> Get yourself a big-ass beer on the main event, and I will cover your shot and cover your beer just like that. But nonetheless, happy birthday to you, Adrian Cole. Hope you're listening to this podcast right now. Now... Let me uh, get into this. The MLW event, uh, like I said, took place over in um, in Dallas, Texas. And uh, like I said, I have not had a chance to look at it. But no doubt they'll probably have that event, have the War Chamber event take place on the YouTube channel. So, And it's, it's cool that I get an opportunity to look at some of these MLW events. Not just uh, some of the shows that happen every Monday. Because you, you do see the full-length episodes every Monday night. When you get an opportunity, because anytime when I'm done with Raw, 
I go ahead and decide, okay, screw it. I'm going to go ahead and watch the MLW event, check it out. It's an hour show. Uh, got some great wrestlers in there. Everyone from um, Austin Aries to the uh, Jacob Fatu, the MLW World Heavyweight Champion. Also, um, I believe the, they're the tag team champions of the, the Dynasty, I believe, the Dynasty. Also, the Hart Foundation, not, not the Hart Foundation that we all come to know and love, of Jim Neamble, Nightheart, or Bret the Hitman Hart. We're talking the Hart Foundation over in the MLW event featuring David Hart Smith. He's a part of it. Brian Pillman, he's a part of it as well. Uh, but I forgot who the third guy was, but he, he's a part of it as well. And the Dynasty, the Dynasty, di- I, you know, I dig them. Um, everything from M- MJF, you know, uh, he's he's a part of it. Um, who are the other two guys? I know one of them is the um, MLW. Um, I know they're tag team champions, but they're also the MLW. There's one that's, uh, I forgot what the championship was called. Um it's something like that, but anyways, the Dynasty is a uh, an awesome group to check out, and not just that, the Contraband, they're, they're a badass group as well, like I said, I compare them to like, you know, the Contra unit, I compare them to almost like the Imperium, and like the, uh, what you call it, Undisputed Era, and uh, it's a good group, and uh, if, you, if, if you guys have never had an opportunity to check out Major League Wrestling, I suggest you go over to YouTube, and look for Major League, or go to MLW, and you'll see you you'll see it right there all the episodes of the MLW Fusion you'll get an opportunity to check it out see every single one of the events so far they've had this is episode 73 70 I think 73 is coming up this coming Monday night so the main event will have an opportunity to check it out I can't wait for it so the War Chamber event I've not seen it guys and I know it took place last night and the main event is going to try and look into it as much as he can to see the War Chamber event it should be tremendous see it when you can on YouTube and also it may appear probably on the 14th I could be wrong uh, but if it appears um, closer than that We'll see. We'll see what happens. But nonetheless, guys, the MLW War Chamber event took place. And if you guys saw it, good for you. If you guys have not had an opportunity to see it, check it out. You got, I think you can see it on the uh, on the Fight app. The Fight uh, TV app. I'm trying to remember how you uh, check it out and everything. But nonetheless, guys, when you get an opportunity, check it out. Like I said, it will appear on YouTube. Uh, on the 14th or maybe uh, may appear closer, who knows it's going to be great, I cannot wait to check out the MLW War Chamber event now, uh, we got to get into a little bit more wrestling, including the WWE King of the Ring, we're getting closer and closer to the end of this whole King of the Ring thing, of course you guys know about who's involved, Uh, we're getting itching closer and closer to the finals, the semi-finals are going to take place right here including the triple threat matchup. As you guys know, the controversy surrounding the whole thing involving what happened to Samoa Joe involving Ricochet. They had a match one-on-one, and then all of a sudden, I think when they uh, were at the very top rope and hit a move, uh, Samoa Joe, his shoulders were down. Uh, Ricochet, his shoulders were down. Both their arms were touching, and then one, two, three, and the referee you know, made, made that call and was not sure who really won the match? Was it Joe or was it Ricochet? So he took it up to uh, management and decided that we're going to have ourselves a triple threat match to determine who will move on to the King of the Ring tournament. Now, as I stated before on my last episode, 
I mentioned that if they're going to do this triple threat match, if they're going to go ahead and do it, they need to do it by elimination. They cannot They cannot go ahead and just do it in one match, and then that's it, it moves on, and then leave one person hanging. Because, yeah, I mean, well, you're eliminating both of them with one stick. No, one guy is still in. One guy's still in. Think about it. Because you got Samoa Joe, you got Ricochet, and you got Baron Corbin, right? You got these three. If you're going to have a triple threat match, do it by elimination rules. Especially when it comes to this tournament. You can't just go ahead. I mean, it's one thing when you have a triple threat match, and it's just a three. It's one match. It's one done. That's it. But when you have an elimination, especially in this tournament, you've got to do it by elimination. Like I said before, you could pin Samoa Joe, and he'd be out, and all that's left is Baron Corbin and Ricochet. And then Ricochet could probably beat Baron Corbin right in the middle, middle of the ring, and then he moves on to the finals. Simple as that. Two eliminations, done, they're not in the king of the ring anymore, and then you got one person left. That's it. But if you're going to go buy a triple threat match and then win by one, and then all of a sudden say Ricochet gets pinned and Samoa Joe's the only person left, I got news for you. Joe is still in the King of the Ring tournament. He still is because you haven't beat him. It doesn't matter if one match will determine how, you know, one, one match, one pitfall will determine everything when you have one person left. Like I said, it's one thing when you have a regular triple threat match, one match, one winner, and it's done. And yeah, you got one person that did not get pinned, but unfortunately he did get defeated. And this, in the King of the Ring tournament, to me, as far as I'm concerned, elimination rules. You go by a regular triple threat match, yes, you beat Ricochet out the window, but Samoa Joe is still in the King of the Ring tournament. Still in as far as I'm concerned, and as far as anyone else is concerned. That's how it goes. But nonetheless, guys, we're going to find out what's going to happen this coming Monday night on Monday Night Raw. The triple threat match, who's going to advance into the King of the Ring tournament? Who's going to advance to the finals? Will it be Baron Corbin? Will it be Ricochet? Or will it be Samoa Joe? It's all going to take place this coming Monday night on Monday Night Raw. And also, we're going to have ourselves the official contract signing once again for the Universal Championship. Seth Rollins is defend the Universal Championship against his tag team partner. Yes, you guessed it. A tag team partner. His tag team champion partner, I might add, the monster among men, Braun Strowman. It's going to be uh, great to see that contract signing. They did do one last week. AJ Styles and the OC got involved and everything else like that. But this time, in this contract signing, I swear, in this contract signing, you guys know the story. But just in case you don't, just in case you have no idea, in the contract signing this coming Monday night, we'll see the official contract signing. But it's going to be conducted by none other then the WWE Hall of Famer, the legendary Stone Cold Steve Austin, is going to be a part of the contract signing. And I know some people have made silly comments about the fact that, oh, well, the only reason why they want to bring Stone Cold Steve Austin is because of television ratings. Well, maybe, maybe, but it still don't matter. It don't matter if you have The Rock. It don't matter if you have Stone Cold Steve Austin. It don't matter if you have Triple H. The bottom line is Stone Cold is going to be there to induct the contract signing and make sure it's done right done well and keep in mind we're talking about stone cold steve austin what we're talking about the rattlesnake what we're talking about the toughest sob in the wwe what we're talking about the rattlesnake what we're talking about the beer swelling what oh sorry <laughs> finger gesturing what 
toughest SOB in the history of the WWE. What? <laughs> I just have to get that out of the way. But nonetheless, guys, the contract signing is going to take place this coming Monday night as Stone Cold Steve Austin will be there to be, um, I guess, a moderator or the conductor to make sure that the contract signing is not only done and official, that we get an opportunity to see Seth Rollins sign the contract, Braun Strowman sign the contract, and they will be official, and there will be no outside interference. So this is my take on it, and I'm, I think I'm, and I'm gonna wait for this because this will be one of those moments where Stone Cold Steve Austin is gonna be there. You got Braun Strowman on one side, you got Seth Rollins on the other. What happens if the OC tries to get involved? Could you imagine? Could you imagine Stone Cold Steve Austin face to face with AJ Styles? Oh my God, the roof would blow off that fucking place if that happens. And, and I tell you, that would be something. Like, and I dare, I, I swear to God, I dare the OC to walk into the building and see what the fuck they're gonna do. That's gonna happen. I, I, I just can't wait. I can't wait to see it. All I can say is, AJ Styles, you may not listen to this podcast. You may not know about this podcast. But you better not get involved. You and the OC better not get involved. Because if you do, you're going into the ring with not just Seth Rollins, not just the Monster Among Men, Braun Strowman. You're going in the ring with one of the greatest professional wrestlers, one of the greatest icons in the history of this business, Stone Cold Steve Austin. So I suggest to you, AJ Styles, I suggest to you, to the OC, don't even try it. Or are you going to get your ass stunned? And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. The contract signing is going to be great, guys. Cannot wait for that. It's going to be tremendous. Ooh, it's going to be nice. And also, you guys know about several of the matches that are going to take place at the Night of Champions event, which is coming up. I believe it's this coming Sunday. Not this Sunday, but next Sunday, if I'm right. The Universal Championship matchup will be decided, as you guys know, a... Um, Seth Rollins will be defending the championship against Braun Strowman. That's going to take place at Night of Champions. And as you know, they're both tag team champions. They'll be defending their tag team championship against the uh, the new group of Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. And I got to say something, guys. I like this team. I like this combination team of Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. And, and you, you want to talk about tag team specialists. I mean, when I think of tag team specialists, I think of guys like Arn Anderson. I think of guys like maybe Shawn Michaels or Bret the Hitman Hart. You know, the guys that have been tag team champions that know what it's like to be with a partner and everything else like that. In this one, when you have Dolph Ziggler, who's been a tag team champion with several different partners before, and when you've got Robert Root, who has been in, you know, I know some people in the WWE world and the NXT world know that uh, Bobby Root, or Robert Root, if you will, he was a former tag team champion as well. Anyone that knows Bobby Root's history, he was a former TNA world tag team champions with two groups, three groups, I think, if I remember this correctly. The first group I remember quite well was Team Canada. He was a part of that one. And then he was a part of one of the best groups in the history of professional wrestling. I'm talking about Beer Money. Beer Money Incorporated. That was one of my favorite tag teams of all time. Of course, he was also part, I believe he was, um, I know he was a part of Fortune, I believe. Yeah, I know he's a part of Fortune. But nonetheless, when you have experienced two guys that are very experienced in tag team wrestling together, they can make themselves a, a dynamic group. And I see big things happening for Dolph Ziggler and for Bobby Roode. All I know is 
I, I, I really hope they win the titles. That's just me, you know, because I, I really just want to see the titles away from Braun Strowman because don't, don't get me wrong, Braun Strowman's a great, great guy, um, the best big man in the business today. I just wish he was just the universal champion. I, that's, that's all I'm hoping for. But nonetheless, at Night of Champions, Braun Strowman and Seth Rollins will be defending their tag team titles against Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. It should be tremendous. Also, for the SmackDown Women's Championship, Bayley going one-on-one -on -one against Charlotte. And I know there's a lot of people that are probably asking themselves, what is up with this heel turn that Bayley has proposed? And i got to say something, guys. Bailey turning, uh, you know, she's not, if you think about this closely, guys, yes, she's turning heel, and yes, she's shocking people, but she's also still being Bailey. She's still being Bailey, which is, which is great. I dig that, because while people can say she's a heel, she can tell you she's not. She's doing this for the kids. She's being loyal to Sasha Banks, which is true. Which is true. Even though she's doing it wrong, it's still true. That's the funny thing about Bailey. And this whole thing, I, I still see, I see Bailey holding on to that title a little bit while longer against Charlotte. And Charlotte can be the greatest of all time, all she wants to. And, you know, I dig her, I like her, and everything else like that. But Bailey's time is now, and Bailey is going to walk away with the SmackDown Women's Championship against Charlotte. But she has to beat the best in Charlotte. She has defeated her before. She may do it again. Speaking of Women's Championships, how about the Raw Women's Championship? We got Sasha Banks going one-on-one -on -one against the champion, Becky Lynch, the man. Now, here's my take on the whole thing. As much as a lot of people would love to see Sasha Banks become the champion, the big question is, if she wins it and beats the man, how long is she going to hold on to the title? That's always... And, and nobody seems to really talk about that, but I'm going to go ahead and bring it up because I need to, because I need to keep every person in mind here, bring them all back to reality because, yes, Sasha is a former Raw Women's Champion. Although, personally, I wouldn't mind seeing her become a SmackDown Women's Champion just to keep up with the pace and everything else like that. Okay? Now... Sasha has been champion before, but she's only had the title for, what, a week, maybe two weeks, maybe even a month. That's as close, and that's how many days she's held on to a championship. Now, say if she does beat Becky Lynch, say if she does, how long will she hold on to the title? How long will it be? I know a lot of fans will say, you know what, I don't think that matters anymore. I think it matters a whole lot, ladies and gentlemen. Because whether anybody likes it or not, Sasha Banks is the hottest thing going right now in all of WWE. But you also have to keep in mind, it's not how many times you get knocked down, it's how many times you get up. And it's not how many times you win a title, it's how long you hold on to it. And the question is, how long will Becky, if she defeats Becky Lynch, how long will she hold on to the title? And can she beat the man? Can she beat the man? She has before. She has before. And if anybody remembers this history, you go back into the NXT roster. You go back to NXT years ago between the two individuals. They were partners. They were great as a team. And then Sasha became the NXT Women's Champion. And then we all know how that went. Nonetheless... At, at Night of Champions for the Royal Women's Championship, can Sasha fulfill her destiny and become the champion? Or will Becky Lynch still be the man despite the lawsuit?
<laughs> long, very long story on that. Also, let's see. Uh, I'm not sure what other championships are going to be involved in the Night of Champions event. No doubt that AJ Styles will probably be defending his championship against um, Cedric Alexander. I don't think that's official yet, but I know that is something that's definitely going to be coming up along the way. And also, and I think this was just posted on Facebook and on Twitter moments ago. The Tag Team Championship, the Women's Tag Team Championship, will be defended as Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross will be defending their titles against Fire and Desire of Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. And you know what? Let me tell you something. I wouldn't mind seeing them become tag team champions. I wouldn't mind at all. But to me personally, I think Alexa and Nikki are just a better a better of a team. And also, I see I see them win, winning the titles or you know, holding on to the titles as long as they can at Night of Champions. And no disrespect. And here's the thing, guys. Yes, Mandy Rose is hot. Mandy Rose is gorgeous. And Sonya Deville, you know, despite the fact that she's... And I know some people have even told me this. I mean, you, you wouldn't think that... Sonya Deville would be a lesbian, you know, and I had no idea either. But she does look attractive. She does look hot, and to me, and I'm and I'm saying this because this is true, and I'm not trying to insult her 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 way of life and everything else like that. But she doesn't look like a lesbian. <laughs> there, there are things that she's doing that is somewhat lesbian, but she looks hot. I mean, come on, I, I admit this. I admit this straight up. I think Sonya Deville is hot, and and. I know some people are going to freak out when I say this. Yes, Mandy Rose is hot. Mandy Rose is gorgeous. But I would actually pick Sonya Deville over Mandy Rose. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know some people are like, oh, my God, Furman said that. <laughs> it's true. I mean, I, I, I like Mandy Rose. I think Sonya Deville is a little bit better. That's my, my point of view of the whole thing. So at Night of Champions, the tag team titles will be decided. It will be Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss defending the titles against Fire and Desire and Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. That should be a tremendous event. Can't wait to see it all. Night of Champions is going to be next Sunday live on the WWE Network, and I believe you can actually see it on pay-per-view as well, so it should be tremendous. <coughs> so we got a lot of um, wrestling that's going on. That's happening right now, including, let's see, SmackDown Live is going to take place. It's coming Tuesday, as always. Of course, we're getting closer and closer. I believe it's, uh, wait a minute, I could be wrong, but I think the final NXT taping is taking place this coming. I think the final taping is this coming Wednesday, and then the following week, September 18th, ladies and gentlemen, NXT goes live on the USA Network. And personally to me, yes, it's a two-hour event. I understand that. But to me personally, I, uh, the two-hour event's fine. I think we all would prefer if it was just an hour. And it, you know, you don't put so much crap on it. And also, to me, I, I, you know, I would rather have it an hour event. A two-hour event's fine just to make it its debut. But just give it one hour. Just give it one hour. That's all, that's all we ask, you know. But nonetheless, we all know that NXT is going to be part live as it happens on September 18th. But they are going to be competing up against AEW, the All Elite Wrestling that's going to take place on October 2nd on TNT. The new wrestling war has begun, and it's the Wednesday Night War between NXT and AEW. Personally, to me, 
NXT will blow them out of the fucking water as far as I'm concerned. AEW's got some great talent, but they've got a lot of shit they need to fix. A lot. They've got some great wrestlers, they've got some great talent, and they also got a few jokes involved in the business. Trust me, you'll know what I'm talking about. So, NXT versus AEW, the Wednesday Night War, will start. On October 2nd, on TNT, and NXT Live will happen on the USA Network, live September 18th. Be ready for that. It's going to be tremendous. Now, we got our wrestling out of the way just a little bit, and now let's get to the main event. And I'm not talking about the main event. I'm not talking about all that. I'm talking about last night. I'm talking about what happened over at Richard's Billiards. The main event was prepared. The main event was ready to go and I had everything set. I had my Theo shirt ready. I had my shorts on. I had my usual main event cologne which by the way I'm going to have to go to the store probably next week to get a little bit more cologne because I need to smell good for the ladies. Trust me. And what type of cologne I can't tell you guys on this because I'm one of those individuals that likes to be an artist and likes to give everyone, especially every woman, a taste of what the main event smells like. You can smell from like maybe Cool Water or maybe maybe Eternity. Maybe Eternity from the main event. Or maybe some Chanel Sport. Who knows? The bottom line is, I never reveal my secrets. I just put on whatever cologne I can and make every woman smell the main event and say, ooh, my god. My God, the main event smells badass. And it's true. Most women do smell the main event and know that I smell badass. And I, more importantly, I, well, I don't, I don't want to come on out looking like I smell like ass. When I come in with the cologne on, I'm looking to get some ass. And unfortunately, I, I didn't get any. I'm just, I'm just suggesting, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just suggesting. But nonetheless... Last night was great. The Ben Tones, um, the benefit for Ben Tones event was outstanding. I went ahead and showed up there just a little bit early. I got there. I wore the shirt and everything else like that. I walked over. It was right around 8.30. They were already doing the sound check. Everybody was there. Uh, my good friend Homestar Runner was over there. Hector Waters was there. Uh, their guitarist, uh, Matt Wood, another longtime friend of ours and everything, is... Um, was on stage as well. Uh, of course, we had uh, Frank Slabby. He was over there as well doing that. Uh, doing the bass check and everything. The best drummer on the planet, John Luna. We cannot leave him out because he's there. Okay? And then, and our personal bodyguard. Headbanger Incorporated's bodyguard, Adon Benya. You know him quite well. Uh, he plays in the uh, Sugar Sugar band. Uh, and also he plays with uh, the Modern Day Renegades. And I, you know, I know that. I'm going to go ahead and give a big shout out to them as well and everything else like that. Adon Benya is um, he's a good drummer in his own right and everything else like that he's a pretty big man i call him the a train because you know when you see the size of this guy you know i mean adon's a big man adon has been around uh theos for a long long time i i always like to give people certain nicknames i i've given homestar runner uh i've given hector Wattis homestar runner i've given mark anthony pandoja uh antoine i've given um john luna the best drum on the planet gimmick i have decided with with adon i went ahead and decided you know what he's perfect if he was a wrestler and the, and the size as big as he is, you give him a name. And, and what what name comes to mind? You call him the A-Train. Because perfect, think about it. Uh, Don, remove the uh, Don part and have the A on. The, boom! The A-Train. That's who he is. The man is huge. The man is big. And he's someone you don't want to mess with. 
Okay? And I've told it on a couple of times. If anyone touches the main event, if anyone touches Homestar, if anyone touches any of the members of Headbang Incorporated, you deal with them. You deal with every single one of those individuals because make no mistake about it, we are the most talented group of men to walk into the face of the earth. I'm talking about myself. I'm talking about the best drummer on the planet, John Luna. I'm talking about the greatest musician of all time, Homestar Runner, a.k.a. Hector Juarez. We're talking about one of my good friends of all time, one of my best friends, Mark Anthony Pantoja. We're talking about Eddie Maiden, who uh, I would have loved to have had him on the, um, over at the event and everything else like that. He wasn't there. He's a member of Team Headbanger Incorporated. Who else is involved? Richard Graves. And yes, I gave him a nickname as well. As you guys know, Richard uh, is the owner of Richard's Billiard. The owner and also, and just to... Just to get this part out of the way, because um, I have not said this just yet, but I'm going to go ahead and say it right here, right now, on the Main Event Talk podcast. Uh, I gave Richard the nickname Richard Graves because he reminded me a lot like uh, Corey Graves. Corey Graves from WWE, the commentator and everything else like that, because you guys know, Corey Graves was a NXT superstar. Uh, he looked the part of a rock star. He looked the part of a great wrestler. He was great um, when he was in the ring. And, of course, you know, his injury took place and everything, and he couldn't compete anymore, so now he's a commentator. But when you look at the way Corey Graves dressed and everything else like that, it, it just is very similar to the way Richard is dressed and everything. You know, because Richard is a pretty big man himself. You know, he's got tattoos all around. And I decided to give him a nickname, too. I decided to go ahead and say, hey, you know, we're going to call Richard Richard Graves. He'll be, he'll be Corey Graves' cousin. Yes, that, that will work out perfectly like that. But besides Richard, besides him, the owner, I also had an opportunity to meet the other person. Yeah, I also had an opportunity to meet the other owner, and uh, I actually met this person, I believe, on a Friday when I was over at Theo's, just uh, over at Richard's when I was drinking beer. And I believe she had an opportunity to observe me and know who I am, and I pretty much introduced myself. I know Adon was there when this whole thing happened, so I, I basically introduced myself as, you know, I'm Furman Torres, I'm, uh, you know, the guy that's been coming to coming to this place for a long, long time, and I was honest with her about the fact that it's my place. I don't own the bar, <laughs> but I'm the guy that likes to come out here and, you know, do the things that I do, you know, come out and drink some beer, have myself a good time, and everything else like that, and I told her about the Ben Tones event. I told her about Everything is going to play, uh, take place and everything. And I told her, you won't be disappointed. You're going to see a lot of people coming over here. You're going to see these bands. You're going to see how how this place operates. And she was looking forward to it and everything else like that. And sure enough, she was there. She saw it. She uh, loved what she saw. And I'm hoping we can give her a whole lot more than that. So, uh, and, and I must apologize because I believe the owner's name is Michelle. I think that's her name. I, I, I may be mistaken. But, you know, if I don't, you know, if I don't know the name, I may have to introduce myself once again. But nonetheless, I'm glad that she was there. I'm glad she had an opportunity. She has kind of gotten my attention in, in a few ways possible. She even got my attention in many ways just because I was over at the, at the bar just jamming out to the music. And she just, like, you know, like, tapped me on the shoulder a couple of times. I'd be like, what the hell's going on here? Who is this person? And why, why are you, what are you trying to do? <laughs> I kept wondering, okay, what the fuck is she trying to do? But nonetheless, um, I know she was impressed with what happened. I know she was impressed with everything. So I had a chance to meet the owner. I had a chance to meet Richard and everything else like that. And I was there, uh, like I said, I showed up there about maybe 8, 9, oh, actually around 8.30 to be exact. Just, you know, witnessing the uh, UFC event that took place, uh, several good friends of ours that showed up over there. 
at the event. Uh, I saw, let's see, not just the best drummer on the planet, John Luna, not just Matt, not just uh, Hector and Frank Slabby. I had an opportunity. Uh, oh, Bruce Almighty, behind the bar. You know him quite well. Every time I see the guy, I swear to God, you know, I just love having a shot with him, having a good time with him. And I love it when I see him. And 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 the thing, the thing, and let me and let me just say this because it's true. The thing that's so funny is the fact that I don't see Jeremy Ono. I don't see Jeremy Ono behind the bar, but I, I know he's been doing a lot of the cooking and everything, and that's fine. I still consider Jeremy Ono and and Bruce Almighty as a tag team because they are the tag team of bartending over at Richard's Billiards. This is the way it goes. You know, I even mentioned to Richard a while back that you know we should put these guys as a tag team. You know, put them. You know, and they would. You know, Richard would be their manager. And you know, and, and the Don would be the bodyguard. That would be badass. I like that. But nonetheless, I mean, I was there at the event last night. A lot of friends had showed up over there. Um, I saw my good friend Kim Gardenas. Gardenas was over there. You know, talked to her and everything else like that. Uh, I also saw, let's see, uh, Jonathan Chappelle. <laughs> Jonathan Chappelle. You know him quite well as uh, you know Jonathan. I call him Dave Chappelle, and, 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 and you know, I, I think Jonathan was the one that was telling me that everyone's getting a great intro, but me, it's like, oh, you always get a great intro. Every time I see Jonathan, the first thing that comes to my, get, my mind is, I'm Rick James, bitch! You know, that's how it goes. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I mean, any entrance that I see with Jonathan, if I see him coming down, I would say, I'm Rick James, bitch! That's how it goes. I mean, with um, John Luna, it's the same thing. The best drummer on the planet, John Luna. That's how it goes, you know. And nonetheless, you know, saw Jonathan, saw Michelle, you know, it was good seeing him. Also, and saw their good friend, uh, PJ, was over there. And uh, and I had no idea that uh, when, <coughs> when he was, um, when they mentioned that he was, uh, Blind. I mean, I, I don't think he was. He, he he was blind, but I don't think he was that blind. But it was uh, crazy, you know, running into him and everything else like that. He's. I, I've met him for the first time, and he's a very cool dude and everything else like that. Uh, drank beer with him, talked with him and everything, and he pretty much uh, has uh, has heard of me over here a little bit. I think he's been here at Theo's before, uh, at Richard's Billiards before, so it was good being around him. Uh, it was also a good scene. Uh, the guest of honor, ladies and gentlemen, Ben Tones, Ben Sino was over there. And it was good seeing him, you know, uh, every time. Uh, I have not seen him in a long, long time and everything. He looks good and everything else like that. Um, you know, he was telling me about the uh, the eye surgery, how they moved it and everything else like that. And it was everyone else that, because uh, he was supposed to have an eye surgery that week and everything and everybody else's was moved to a different date as well so i can understand that but nonetheless um ben tones uh looked great digged him talked to him it was all for him and and that's what it was and everything and also everyone uh, i know homestar was the first one that do there was a donation box that was right there when you walk into the door uh homestar went ahead and you know he donated some money as well i donated some money as well you know for a good cause and everything and i know everybody else did the same thing too so to anyone that was there that donated the money uh for a good cause for uh ben tones we say thank you thank you very much for that to everyone that was a part of the event uh everyone was there uh we i gotta give a big shout out to uh well there's several friends that were over there including a good friend of ours uh eric who who was there uh Eric, if you're hearing this, what's going on? I had no idea. I had no idea that Eric, 
He was a car salesman a long time ago. I would have loved to have gotten a car from him. But I understand he's in the oil field business, which is good. Which is good. I, you know, anyone that's in the oil field business, I can re- appreciate that because I was in it before. I was at Baker Hughes a long time ago. And, and I'd give anything to get back on it. That's just me. Okay? And, and not just him, but I know my cousin uh, was in the, is in the oil field business as well. I know one of them... Um, Another friend of ours in the oil field business as well. I forgot who it was. But anyways, it was a good, good thing of seeing him, uh, seeing Eric over there uh, at the event last night. Great seeing him. And also, Busy Bone was there. And I'm not talking about the actual Busy Bone from Bone Dugs and Harmony. I'm talking about our good friend Jeremy. He was there as well. It was good seeing him and everything else like that. Every time I see him, he looks like Busy Bone. I don't think anyone's figured that out yet. Look, he's got the light skin going and everything else like that. And as, as, as Busy Bone always said, don't let the light skin fool you. I will fuck you up. <laughs> but nonetheless, it was good seeing Jeremy over there. Uh, it was good seeing, uh, um, good seeing my uh, Hector's sister, Elena, was over there. And her husband, Jason, or as I like to call him, Guile. Guile was there. It was <laughs> Every time I see him, yes, the hair pretty much shows it all, okay? You know, you know, you know that game Street Fighter? Remember that this one guy with the hair is all sticked out and everything else like that? That's what he looks like. You know, the hair and everything else like that. Although he's gained about 900 pounds, but that's okay! <laughs> Nonetheless, it was good seeing um, Jason over there. It was good seeing PBE over there. It was also good seeing... Roxanne, a.k.a. I call her Lita. I call her Lita because she does look like Lita. And, uh, you know, it was great seeing her. Uh, she had a friend of hers over there as well. Um, I'm, so, I'm sorry if I don't know the name, but it was good seeing her. I think, I, I think it was Stephanie. I could, I could be wrong and everything. But nonetheless, it was good seeing Roxanne over there. It was good seeing her friends over there. It was good seeing a lot of friends that we haven't seen in a long, long time. Some that had an opportunity... Have heard the podcast. I know uh, Matt Wood has heard it. The best drummer on the planet, John Luna, has heard it. Hector's heard it. We've all talked a little bit of wrestling. We've talked a little about about the intros. We, we were talking about the intros just a moment ago on the podcast where I should get a different intro, which which is true. I mean, I should get a different intro, but I'm just hoping it appears in the podcast when I hear it on the Spotify. Or I know it appears on the Anchor app. I don't think it appears on there you know, when they hear it, but nonetheless, I know a lot of people would have loved to have heard it, I, I know Mike Rod, Mike fucking Rod, I'm saying it right here, right now, Mike Rod was on, uh, was listening to this podcast and everything else like that, no doubt he's listening to it right now, and I would have loved for, I would have loved for you to have been over there, Mike Rod, because it was a great event, and last night, I videotaped the whole thing, and also, not only that, uh, I was already thinking, you know, um, and, and, and i got to get this out of the way. The Corpus Creepies did not show up over there. And I think I found out from... From what Hector was told me, I think one of the members got sick or a foot injury took place. I'm not sure exactly, but uh, the Corpus Creepies did not show up. And that's what I kept wondering, because even though the event started around 10 o'clock, you figured there would have been a band playing and everything else like that, but nothing nothing happened. No other band that showed up. So all that was there was just the... Um, Knife Party tribute to Deftones. That that's who played. So the uh, they played right around almost twelve o'clock. You know they went ahead and and did a tremendous job. They were outstanding. It was good hearing. It was good being there 
for the uh, you know to see a show for the first time over at Richard's Billiards in a long, long time. It's been years since the stage been up, and the stage that you look at right now over there at Richard's Billiards look looks better than I've ever seen it. That's 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 the best way to look at it. I love how the cage looks and everything. Everybody had a good time. I went ahead and uh, I video stay. I streamed it live as it took place and showed it off to everybody to check it out and everything. There was one thing that happened though. One thing that happened. I was going to try and, you know, videotape the whole thing until my phone died. And I was like, ah, you son of a bitch. How am I supposed to stream this shit live if my phone can't live up? I had it 100%, by the way. I need to get rid of this phone. I need to get me a new phone immediately. This phone's already pissing me off. But anyways, the event was great. I digged it. And what was even so special... Uh, in one of the songs, I think it was, um, I, I think I put it in one of my stories on my Instagram. There was a Deftone song that was played there called, uh, I think it was Passenger. I think it was uh, one of those songs. I forgot what it was. But anyways, it was, it was cool to see Ben Tones up on stage. And it was good, see, you know, seeing Hector up there, seeing Ben Tones come out there. He sang tremendously well. I digged it. I had it uh, posted live as it took place and everything. So if anyone had a chance to see the video, yeah, you go to my Facebook and check it out. I'll probably show it off on my Main Event Talk Facebook page and show everyone that live show that took place with Knife Party, a tribute to Deftones. Nonetheless, it was so badass. It was so great being over there. There was, there was one thing I wanted to mention on, uh, on, the live, uh, on the live show, something that happened over there, something that took place... Big shout out to Lottie, by the way. Lottie, how's it going? And everything else like that. And her husband was over there, uh, you know, seeing him, cool with him and everything else like that. Uh, I'm going to say he had too much to drink. <laughs> he had a good time and everything else like that. The dude took his shirt off, okay? And then we got to address this, okay? The dude took his shirt off. And it was okay. It was all right. But, um... I, I, I don't, and, 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 and here's the thing, and I'm saying this because it's true, I don't think he should take his shirt off. And I think Lottie needs to make sure he gets on his case because you have to also understand, you have to also keep in mind, you're at Richard's Billiards, and we saw a lot. I swear to God, we saw a lot of beautiful women, and no doubt they had their eyes on that naked man, and Lottie probably had that jealous look on her face and wanted to make sure she does not let anybody go anywhere near her man. So, <laughs> uh, But nonetheless, I know he had a good time. He placed a bunch of beers right there on top, right there um, for the band to have and everything. It was good seeing Lottie. It was good seeing her husband. Good seeing everybody that showed up. And uh, I just want to say right here, right now on the Main Event Talk podcast, thank you for showing up at Richard's Billiards. And I know there was a lot of other people that wanted to be there, wanted to see this event take place uh, and everything else like that, see uh, Knife Party play on stage and it was good seeing everybody it was good seeing kim it was good seeing jonathan it was good seeing michelle it was good seeing um richard adon uh matt woods best drummer on the planet john luna hector waters aka homestar runner roxanne and everyone it was so good to be there for the first time in years the stage is back on i mean it kind of reminds me of uh the first time when the stage was, well, not the first time when the stage was put up, but it reminded me of the first time around my birthday in 2010 when we had, when the Periwinkle Massacre was playing on stage and everything, and then we had, you know, 
you know, Mondo's birthday, my birthday at the time, it was an historic event, and that's what it kind of reminds me of. The crowd that, the crowd that night was tremendous, and the crowd last night was awesome, and it was good being there. You know, was there all night, was drinking a few shots, was taking a couple of beers and everything else like that, and I, I must apologize, <laughs> and I gotta mention this because I know Jonathan probably remembers this, um, I'm not sure exactly, I, I know I was done with my beer, right, I was finishing off, I was talking with PJ while Michelle and Jonathan were going over to, they were talking to somebody over on the next table, and I was here just talking with him, and I was not I wasn't even, I, I saw this beer, it's like, whose beer is that? I didn't think about it right away, and I was like, okay, maybe it's mine. It tasted like Mikula Ultra, right? So I drank the beer, and it was almost finished, and then here comes Jonathan, he wonders where his beer at. I was like, oh, fuck, it was his beer. And I'm like, um, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was me. I'm just, <laughs> I did not want to drink his beer, but fuck it. I'm sorry. I, I should have bought him another beer. But you know what? Jo Jonathan, jo and by, by the way, I hope Hector gave you the money and everything else like that. But by the way, I am very sorry for drinking your beer. And I promise I will get you another beer the next time you and I see each other over Rich's Billiards. Your beer is on the main event, okay? I don't care if I have to give you a big-ass beer. I'm going to make a little ultra with a shot of a Jaeger bomb or a shot of a fireball or a shot of a tequila or a shot of whatever. But nonetheless... I'm apologizing right here on this episode of the main event talk. Oh God, I got it. I got. It. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was just so crazy that you know he lives. What advice? Don't leave your beer in front of me, okay? Don't, okay? If it's fully packed and you haven't touched it within the next few minutes and it's still cold, chances are somebody could drink it. I could. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, nonetheless, guys, on behalf of the main event and on behalf of the knife party, on behalf of Ben Tones and everybody that was involved with the show, I just want to say thank you all for being there, for being a part of history, because the stage is back, and it's looking good, the crowd digged it, everyone loved it, Knife Party was tremendous, they played several badass uh, Deftone songs, uh, including one favorite of mine, uh, I think was an, um, I forgot what the song's called, it's one of my favorites on the Deftones, uh, the, the song came out, I think probably 2014, 2015, it's a real cool song, I dig it and everything, but nonetheless, Thank you to everyone who were who were a part of the event last night. Thank you for showing up over there. Thank you for making the donations to Ben Tones and everything else like that. It was well-deserved. No doubt Ben Tones is probably giving out his, his big shout-out to everyone saying thank you very much for being a part of the event. And also, guys, now that we've got the knife party situation out of the way, now that we got the benefit out of the way, now it leaves the question, what other band's going to be playing over at the, uh, at Richard's Billiards? What other band, what other suggestions can I give? I talked with Hector. I talked with my good friend Hector Juarez, and uh, I'd asked him about a possibility of having the Periwinkle Massacre play on stage. I want, I, I'd like to see it. Everyone else would like to see it. It's right now being taken under consideration. It's not going to happen, but if anything changes, hopefully Homestar will say, hey, we're going to do it. We're going to perform it live and everything else like that. Now, another band that I would like to suggest, and a big shout-out to my good 
my longtime best friend. You know him quite well as Mark Anthony Pantoja. I know him quite well as Antoine. Antoine, if you're listening to this podcast, I am putting this notice out to you, and I'm also putting this notice out to Richard, and I'm also putting this notice out to Richard's Billiards. Listen, I want you to pay attention to the main event, okay? So, okay, there's this band called Southern Revival, okay? Not the tag team, The Revival. I'm talking about the Southern Revival. Do me a favor. Get those guys, book them, put them on top of the stage over at Richard's Billiards, and I guarantee you, I guarantee you, their money. Their money. You, you see them on stage over at uh, the, Black, the Black Mall Tavern. You see them over in Austin. You see them over in Dallas, Texas. You see them all over the place. They're the hottest thing going in all of music. And if you bring them to Richard's Billiards, I guarantee you, you're going to have yourself a packed house, my friend. I swear to God. So I'm telling you, Antoine, my best friend, bring the Southern Revival over to Richard's Billiards, okay? And by the way, you need to go over to Kim's house and fix her damn, you know, her damn outlets, all right? You fix it, goddammit. <laughs> but anyways, nonetheless, like I said, I'm suggesting, I'm suggesting this other revival, please bring them over there. And if there's any other bands that you want to bring over, bring it over to Richard, bring it over to Theo's, uh, uh, well, to Richard's, I'm sorry, Richard's Billiards. Suggest your band to play over on the stage, and I guarantee you won't be disappointed. And if you want the main event to hear it, I will be there. I will show up. I'll go over there. I'll check out the band. I'll drink a beer. I'll say what's up. Hey, this band's fucking badass. We need to post it. We need to put it live as it happens over at Richard's Billiards. But nonetheless, guys, thank you very much. Well, like I said, bring bring the Southern Revival. That's all I can say. Bring the Southern Revival over to Richard's Billiards. I'm screaming that out loud because I can and I want to. But anyways... Thank you very much for being a part of the event, guys. And thank and I, like I said before, I know Ben Tones will thank you guys. The Knife Party, they will thank will thank you as well. From Frankie to uh, Matt Wood to um, Hector Waters, who's the best drummer on the planet, John Luna. Thank you very much. These guys did an awesome job, and I can't wait to hear them again in the near future. Everyone had a good time, and no doubt. The next time I show up, which will probably be next week, <laughs> not 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 as a show, but just to be there, just to have a good time and everything else like that. But thank you all very much for being a part of history. The stage is back, and we are going to bring the bands back together again, and this is going to be fucking awesome. So we're getting closer and closer to the end of the podcast right here, right now. So I just want to say thank you very much for listening to the podcast, and once again, Big shout out to Ben Tones. It was all for you, my friend. I hope you digged it. I hope I know everybody else digged it as well. And everyone else had a good time. To uh, shout out to a few other people, including, and I got to get this out of the way as well, to uh, one cute little waitress named Allie, who, who got the main event's beer, who's gotten my shot. Cute girl, has potential, and all I could tell her straight up is this. Allie... You, like everyone else, is going to know exactly why I am the main event player. Because every waitress knows who I am, and every waitress always, always knows how good I am. And you, well, not in that particular way, but I'm always a good customer to deal with and everything. And trust me, Allie, you'll like it too. So, 
Uh, and it and it was her second day there, her second night there at uh, Theo. So that was a good thing for her. So don't worry, you'll be you'll be seeing a lot of me in the near future. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna end this podcast right here. Thank you very much for listening to the Main Event Talk podcast. Hope you guys had a great time. Remember tonight. Well, well, nothing's real. Oh, wait a minute. Dallas Cowboy football. We got to be watching that as it happens and everything else like that. So I got to be watching that in just a moment. The Dallas Cowboys versus the New York Giants. All I can say is the Dallas Cowboys are going to whip the Giants' ass like they do every single year as it happens. And don't forget. Monday Night Raw, the appearance of Stone Cold Steve Austin. He will be a part of the contract signing and everything else like that between Seth Rollins and Ron Strowman. Who will become the king of the ring? Will it be King Baron Corbin or King Samoa Joe or King Ricochet? We'll all find out. And also, the King of the Ring tournament will continue and everything else like that. Of course, I'll be checking out some stuff with MLW and everything else like that. And, of course, the Monday night, the Wednesday Night Wars is coming, guys. It's going to happen on October 2nd at the main event. Cannot wait for that. It's going to be tremendous. So, once again, guys, thank you for listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. And... Check it out on Spotify. Check it out on my Main Event Talk Facebook page. And follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram. I'm all over the place. Thank you for listening to the Main Event Talk Podcast. And I will see you next time on the next episode of the Main Event Talk Podcast. Why? Because I can and I want to. Any questions? Enough said. Ben Tones, thank you very much. And good night to all.